Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris. He's Rob. We are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. We got Marcus Cromarty, former NFL defensive back, now an NFL analyst. He will join us at the bottom of the hour. And uh, Rob, quickly, you may have heard the update where Damian Lillard going to have surgery, be out for six to eight weeks. It's interesting. I mean, when you look at, like, obviously he's been in trade talks for Ben Simmons, right? This could, to me, this could affect it either way. Like, on the one hand, does this spur Portland to say, you know what, we had a great run with Dame. Uh, He's getting up there or, or, you know, he's just hurt. He's out. You're seeing this Anthony Simons. I know it's a small sample size, but, Rob, like the last six games, Simons is averaging 28 points and like seven assists, something like that. So are you trying to say it's time for Simon Says or no? Okay. (laughs) Alex? Nothing. <laughs> I, I was waiting. At least you didn't get to everything's not funny. I, I, no, I, that's kind of funny. That's not bad, right, right Alex? All come right. on. No, that was I, good. I, I was on a five-hour flight cross country, lower. right? Cross country. Well, I mean, CB, you are not correct in saying you're incorrect. I'll say that. Right, there you go. All right. He's playing the middle. He's playing the middle. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so I, I'm just thinking if I'm Portland, I've been saying this for a while now. I think, Rob, that, look, you're going to be in the lottery, right? Because he's going to be out. You've been losing games even with him. You got a young Anthony Simons. You got a few other nice young players. Why not trade him for Ben Simmons? And now you start all over, you know. Um, you got a new coach in Chauncey Billups who's defensive-minded, and obviously that's what Ben Simmons does is defense. Or in the other, the other way, Rob, does it make uh, Philadelphia – not really interested in Dame because, one, he's injured and, you know, who knows what he'll be able to contribute this year. You need and two, him this he's year, not right? Old, right, right. And he's not old, but, you know, he's he's been around a while now, right? About his ninth or tenth year. So I, I, I'm just saying it could impact it either way. I don't know well, what, which way what, it will. What's, your, it what's your gut? Do you really believe that Philly's going to make a trade for an injured player at this point, or, or my yes. gut is this: Yes, what's your gut? That ben, my gut, and I yeah, very well could be wrong. I think that Ben Simmons will not get traded before the deadline, and I think he won't play this year. I agree. That's that's what I'm leaning towards. That it's a stalemate. I told you I respect Philadelphia. I do. I, do. I respect it too. I respect I, it. I'm, I'm sorry, it. even though and they just keep playing, they're still winning and. You know you can't let uh, you can't let a guy destroy your organization. Right, I totally. And agree. you got to stand up once in a while. You just have to do it and say we'll bite the bullet. But you're not. You have stayed out all year, lose a year playing in salary. We're not giving into it. You shouldn't have signed that contract a year ago or whatever right. it was. Or if you come to us and say, "Look, I don't want to play for you. Trade me," and you're willing to not get paid, <laughs> right. then okay, cool. But I, I'm with you, Rob. Like I and and I feel bad. Like 
I just think it's the wrong move by Ben Simmons. Right, he's throwing away an entire season of his career. It, it makes even no in, sense. And no. He, he's busy getting engaged and buying eight hundred thousand dollar rings. Right. I just right. can't. I, I'm sorry, Chris. Like I know you're young and you think, oh, no big deal. I'll play next year or whatever. But my like like I just you have so few years to play right. pro sports. I wouldn't want to waste any. If you're hurt, you're hurt. That's absolutely. If you're if you're Clay Thompson, it's that's just a damn shame. There's nothing you could do about it. But to do what he's done when there was another way, I told, I said it before. Had he come to them and say, "Hey, I'm going to say all the right things in the public. I'm going to play my butt off, up right. my value, and then you pull the trigger." That's all he had to do. It'd have been easy to <laughs> trade him. Because now, if if I before I trade for Ben Simmons, I'm really I really have to sit down and say, "What is he right now?" I haven't seen him play in a long time. He still won't shoot the jump shot. But is his headspace right that he he won't even shoot like layups and stuff? And, and you just don't know. Like you're rolling the dice. As talented as he is, Chris, it's a roll of the dice. Yep. For your organization, it's like, is he going to come here and act a fool with us after right. we gave up pieces for him? You don't know. He could say, "Oh yeah, no, I'll be good. I'll do everything right." But your track record is that right. You let him get on let us. him get unhappy on something right. about something. Absolutely. The Sixers just signed you and gave you this big contract, and a year later you flipped on them. Right. And the the scary, the, the sad thing, Rob, is that Sixers team could be great. You Embiid is just ridiculous. No, he's tremendous. Like that dude is incredible. When he's healthy, he's as good as they get. Absolutely. And you know, and then the other players, like right now, Tobias Harris is in that second spot. He's really a third guy. No, right. Seth and, Curry's and now moved that contract up, right? doesn't fit. Right, right. To Tobias. So if you move them down, if you got a – and I know Ben Simmons isn't going to score, be the second scorer, but he clearly was your second best player. Right. And he took pressure off of Tobias and Seth Curry and the you other guys. You know what guys. that's like? It's, it's, it's like a pitching rotation. When you get an right. ace, Chris, when you get Max Scherzer in a trade and you put him at number one, everybody slides down – to two and three, and that's where they belong. And then your right. rotation is solid. You're not like faking a number one and where right. guys don't belong. And that's exactly right. Right, right. Let's um let's go stick into NBA, Rob, and look at um the Warriors. Now you brought this up with Eddie, Eddie House. I was trying to get him you, to bite, but he yeah, wasn't biting. Yeah, he, <laughs> so then you said, All right, give me a segment. Give me a segment. I'll get I'll get it in. Um, but you're concerned. I don't know if concerned is the right word. Um, you're feign, feigning concern about Steph Curry's shooting slump. And let me give you the numbers, Rob. Uh, Steph Curry, the greatest shooter in the history of the NBA, says me and most other people. Um, this month, and it's only five games, and he, he's had a few bad games, even in January. Like, like, I'm sorry, December, late December, really since Christmas, he hasn't really been himself. He had 46 the day, game before Christmas and 33 on Christmas Day, but he was 10 for 27. Um, and last night, shooting, what was he, 8 for 21, right? 8 for 21 last night. So this month, I'll give you January, uh, December 1st. December, he averaged 27 and a half points, shot 37% from three and 40% overall. And the 40% isn't good, especially for Steph. But like we said, so many of his shots are threes, Rob, that that's going to lower. Even a great three-point shooter 
shoots like 40%. So that's going to lower your, your percentage if you're shooting too many. But in this month, Rob, January, it's only five games. Steph shoot, he's averaging 21 points a game. Wow. On 27.5% shooting from three. And 33.7% shooting overall. So he's That's bad for anybody. In a, not even oh, Steph. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's bad right. for anybody. Right. I, I Look, I, I'm not concerned about it. I think it's just a little slump. Um, and I think, you know, Draymond's been in and out of the lineup. Even though he's not a big scorer, he still obviously is a playmaker, can take some pressure off Steph. But, Rob, I think with Clay coming back and once he really gets in the groove, I think that's just going to open things up a little bit more for Steph, and and he'll get past this. But you you think it's actually uh, something to be concerned about? Yeah, because we haven't seen it. Like you know, people go through a slump or a couple of bad games. Don't get me wrong. And what I what I'm looking at, I got since December first, Steph is shooting 38 percent from the field and 36 percent from three. Is that what you, right, you okay. have that too? Well, because even though yeah, since, even as he's put December up some 1st. big. Yeah, he's put up some big numbers scoring-wise, but he's but not, shooting a lot. His exactly. percentages are low. Right, right. Are low. That's you. what I have. And his field goal percentage on the season is 42 uh, from three, 38.4. Both, Chris, are the lowest of his career outside of 2019 when he only played in five games. So right. he's really like, we haven't seen this. And as people get older, you always worry. I'm not saying that. He's going to be a bum from here on out, but you just wonder what's happening that he's struggling so. Like these are these are career low. Like like I think that's what's so shocking. Uh, and remember, we're almost halfway through the season, right? All right. Well, this is yeah. not this is not a small sim. Like like this is we're at what forty two get forty one games. Where are we? We're now? roughly halfway. Right, we're, halfway yeah. there. Yep, yep. Yeah, I mean. Look, Steph is always, even as I've said, he's the best shooter ever, taking bad shots, right? Taking shots that just make you go, what? And then he hit a lot of them. So you, you let it go. That's how he is. He, you know, a lot of times he's off balance, quick shots, things like that. And I think he's doing that more than ever now. And we, we said it, Rob. He's averaging 20 shots a game, more than 13 of them, like, you know, 13.1. Oh, he's averaging 20.6 shots a game. 13.1 of them are three-pointers. I don't, no matter how great of a shooter you are, the more you shoot, obviously, the better chance there is of your percentage lowering. But, and so I just think he's taking, I think he's taking a little too many three. Why, though? Why, why do you think, is it, is it like we saw LeBron taking more threes because of age? Chris, I know Steph Curry's not old, but... What what do you think is the reason that he's so comfortable, especially since they're not going down as like they were? Don't you think he should step in a little bit or no? Yeah, I mean, look, he's still shooting 38%. I would like to see him take a few more twos. But 38% isn't bad from three. But um, I, I don't know why. It's hard to explain. Again, there is a lot of pressure on him because you don't have that second score, you know, you got Wiggins and Jordan Poole, but I think Clay will take a little bit of that off. I, I'll say this, Rob, and I don't, I don't, I'm not saying like this is the case, but I said it about, uh, I think I said it about James Harden earlier when we were talking about him. Steph, Rob, this is Steph's 13th year. That's a career. 
I think Isaiah, what did Isaiah Thomas Isaiah play? Isaiah played 13 or 14. 13 right. or 14. I Larry mean. Bird, I think, played 13. 13. Jordan played 13 with the Bulls, 15 overall, you know, going right. wide. I don't so, count those last two. <laughs> right, really. I mean, you, you know, see, 13 with the Bulls. But so I'm not saying Steph is slowing down or that age has gotten to him or anything like that. I, I don't believe that. But my point is he has had a full career. Right. And, and, and I know he, he's been hurt a little bit. You know, one year, you mentioned he played five games. One year earlier in his career, he played right. 23. So he's had a couple years where he's been banged up. But still, and a smaller guys, Rob, a lot of times we mentioned Isaiah Thomas. Allen Iverson. I, I don't know how many years he played, but, you know, as far as really being the Allen Iverson we know and love, it was probably around 12 or 13. Yeah. And, and and we should mention this because I was talking about the threes. And Draymond said on his podcast last month that members of their uh, coaching staff, Chris, want Steph to shoot 23s a game, and it's all analytics stuff. That they, really? That's what they want. See, from I him. bet you they're drilling into his go. head. Keep putting it up. More Keep threes. putting it up. Absolutely. And, and look. You know the math. I mean, if you shoot 33%, that's not even good for three-point shooters. If you shoot 33% from three, that's the equivalent of shooting 50% from two, which has always been great. So that's what they're thinking. I said the other day, Rob, and I do believe this, I think Durant should take more threes. He only takes five a game. He probably he should, probably should up be at up seven or eight. Seven or eight, yeah, I yep. agree with that number. That, yep. And that ain't forcing the issue if he were to take no. three more a game. Because he takes a lot of long twos. You're right, exactly. That, Exactly. Here's the thing, though. I don't care how great of a shooter you are. If you're forcing shots, right? If you're, like, putting them up because the coaching staff, hey, this Steph, we want you to start shooting more threes. Like, that's not your rhythm, right? Even though he's a great three-point shooter, I don't – maybe, you know, maybe only ten of them are rhythm shots for you. And the other three you're just putting up because, you know, it's being drilled in your head that you should take more threes. So I don't know. I mean, I just think if that's your mentality, no matter how great a shooter you are, they're not going to go in. So it's interesting. But I, I'm overall, Rob, I'm not concerned. I think he'll he'll up his percentage and, you know, be, be the Steph Curry. I'm a little and, and concerned. Still be that MVP I'm a little hurt. concerned. I don't, I don't think you're concerned. I think you're just hoping to pounce. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, you're hoping uh, it continues now, so you now, can just destroy now that, him. Now that column has been half written. <laughs> <laughs> that's sitting in <laughs> That's waiting to be written. All right. I'm waiting to be put out Finish, there, that's right? right. All right. Uh, 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Your turn to weigh in. Is Steph Curry's recent shooting slump cause for concern if you're a Warriors fan? We'll continue the conversation with you next. Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, it's The Odd Couple. Worship Wednesday live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And if you are a value customer, then you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. I firmly believe that. And that's why Discover matches all the cash back that you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations do apply. 877-99 on Fox. Your turn to weigh in. Are you concerned 
about Steph Curry's shooting slump. Do you think this is maybe a sign of deterioration? Or do you think it's just a slump and he'll be coming out of it quickly? And Rob, just a quick point. I mentioned this is Steph's 13th year. Iverson played 14 years. Yeah, you were And right. that last one was not even, you know, close to what he was. His 13th year was when he was in Detroit, and you saw that. I saw he that first himself. Half. Right. No, and he could have played a long time had he been able to do what Grant Hill, which was you were supposed to be a big star, got injured in Grant Hill's case and went on the bench and played longer. Uh he could have done a Vince uh, Carter. Would you yeah, have wanted to see that? Yep, yep. I mean, not for that long, but for a few years, he could have Vince been the first man. Went, yeah, Vince, Vince went too crazy. Too <laughs> yeah, like ridiculous. All right, let's kick it off with uh, Max in Georgia. We thought we lost you. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Max? What's up, my guys? What's up, uh, Max? Hey, you know, I got to be honest here. I just, I think he's he's not durable. He has never been coming out of college. He was not durable. He changed the game. Certainly that's a true statement. I don't believe it was for the right ways. I believe the three-point game has made it positionless basketball, which I think has turned the game into a, a shoot 'em up run-back-on-defense show. It's not basketball anymore. Um, and it allows him to get back on defense. We know he's not a good defensive player. It allows him to not bang it out in the paint. Um, he can shoot the mid-range, but for some reason he doesn't have confidence in it. And so I, I don't know if it's wear and tear, old age, um, shoot him up, run back. I expected Max, this from Max, you. But I, Max, come I, on. Max, I love you, Max. Yeah, man, you. look, Max, you know you was just about straight up nonsense. I love straight Max. up nonsense. First of all, Rob, he's not durable. <laughs> he had a few injuries, yes. He had the ankles early in his career. But, Rob, I'm looking at it. 77 games, 74 games, 78 games, 78 games, 80, 79, 79, 51, 69, 63. Like, Come on, man. He is not what you'd call injury prone. All right, so that's number one. Secondly, Eddie House, Rob, what did he say about Steve Nash? Yeah, he wasn't a great defender, but he competed. So at least it wasn't like it was a slouch just because he's out there hustling. That's Steph. He ain't a great defender by any stretch. But he's engaged and he's trying. That does make a, a difference. So And Max, he used to shoot more mid-range than he does now, too, so... Yeah, Matt, you know, I knew that was coming from Max. All right, how Rob about Junior? How about Andre in Massachusetts? What up, Dre? You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up? What's going on? Evening. Thanks for taking the call. Listen, uh, Steph Curry's numbers certainly uh, way down, shooting 42% from the field. Had some off nights. He was 10 for 27 on uh, Christmas night. What is he, 5 for 24 against the Mavs, 8 for 21 last game against right. Memphis. But to me... This is the world that Steph Curry created. Rob, you see this in baseball. Baseball's all home run or strikeout. Right. In the NBA, what we're seeing more and more, particularly in these regular season blowouts, is teams, you know, if the three ball's going, everyone's slapping, high-fiving, it's all good, you know, you're competitive. Once that three ball starts missing, teams don't try, they don't look for that secondary option. We can talk no. about right. range. That's we true. We can talk about what's going, right. what's going on with the Memphis Grizzlies and teams actually playing big men and giving them the ball when you have a Jaron Jackson and Steven Adams actually incorporating them in the offense. So I just with Stephen Curry, he's obviously going to get the help with Clay coming back, Wiseman coming back with Draymond. So I'm not overly concerned. But in terms of the game, it's the game writ large, and people have talked about this. I am concerned because too many people are. You know, again, three or nothing, home run or bust. And right. It doesn't, re- it doesn't amount to good basketball, winning basketball, enjoyable basketball. So that's something I think we, we do need. 
and you know, across the board. Good no call. doubt. Good and, call. We, and we saw, okay. it, uh, Chris, the the infamous, uh, who was it? Was it the Nuggets when they were on a three-on-one break <laughs> to tie the yeah. game on a layup? All they do is tie the game on a layup. Right. And everybody ran for the three-point line, uh, and they missed it and lost the game. It was yep. like, uh, what was that? Right. Uh, let's, let's go to Andy in Seattle. You're on the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. What up, Andy? Hey, Odd Couple. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, hey, I gotta, I gotta inform you all of something. This is the real Andy in Seattle. I don't know who that chump was earlier. Oh, this yeah, I was gonna say there was another Seattle. one, and he didn't sound like you. So we I got a rivalry no, up no. there. Now you got the genuine original. Now guess what? It's sleepless in Seattle, right up here. The way you're talking about Russ being gone. Yes, right. Come on, you got to keep him, right? Hey, you, you know what? Alex Rodriguez, King Griffey Jr., and yes. Johnson. Don't, don't, yeah, don't, good please. Point. You, you've given okay, up. Yeah, I, I mean, yes, a lot of great the, players of left hey, Seattle. Hey, the Sonics. That's right. <laughs> I mean, oh, you know, oh, come that on was now. the Thunder. Can you imagine, Rob, you went to games in Seattle. It I, I was great games. up there. I covered yes. games in Seattle in the old that days. That place would have been rocking if yep. you had Durant, Westbrook, Harden, all those guys oh. playing in Seattle. Oh, we love our basketball up here. Anyhow, I got to just say, Rob, you need to stick and stay <laughs> with me and Chris. <laughs> this is like warm. You know You know how I've heard the legend of people going watching Steph Curry warm up. They just want to see him shoot. That's all this is. It's a dress rehearsal. They'll be fine. And if I'm not mistaken, aren't they one of the top defensive teams in the league still as well? Oh, yeah, definitely. They're going to be okay. They might be number one. All right, well, let me ask you, though, Andy, in Seattle, if Steph continues shooting at this pace, will they be viable? They need him to be Steph. He can't be this guy. I think it's uh, like your favorite sport. I think it's just a little hitting slump. It's a little shooting slump. He'll be okay. Okay. There you go. All right. Good call, Andy. We appreciate you ringing us up. All right. It is the odd couple. We got Marcus Cromartie, former NFL defensive back, coming up. But first. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, our next guest is a former NFL defensive back, played for the 49ers and the Texans, now an NFL analyst. We welcome in Marcus Cromartie. Marcus, how are you? What up? What's going on, Chris? What's going on, Rob, man? I'm doing good. Great to have you on, man. Before we go to the NFL, let's start here. I guess it's somewhat NFL. You played one year in San Francisco for Jim Harbaugh. What was he like as a coach? And do you think there's a lot of talk that he should go back to the NFL? And do you think he should make that move? I think he should. I mean, no time is better than now. Come on, like Michigan beat Ohio State. It hasn't happened forever. You know, his value is sky high, man. He's a player's coach, too. This is a guy who would be – 
this is a guy who would be at practice with his cleats on, you know, throwing throwing balls, you know, at scout team quarterback. You know, this is a guy who loves football, former player. Um, I think he he belongs in the NFL, honestly, and I think he should get another shot. And if I was him, I would go somewhere with the quarterback. How about were those khakis high waters that he wore? Right, all the he time would we have the khakis with the cleats. With the on, cleats, huh? right? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, you would come out there with cleats, and he would be scouting quarterback running around. You're like, who is? What is this guy doing? But you know, the players love it, man, because they see somebody who's out there getting it their hundred percent, just as you are. See, I, I'm with you. I think like if you're ever going to go back to the NFL, this is it. Like the chances. Of of winning a national championship, Michigan couldn't win one with Bo Schembechler. You know they're a legendary coach. It's hard to win a national championship, and I think he should move on. But let's let's talk about the NFL, and yep. I would like to ask you about the uh, Titans. People are poo pooing them, not really giving them their due. They won the AFC top seed, and they were missing Derrick Henry, their running back, for ten weeks. How impressed are you that they kept winning and didn't fall off the face of the earth? I mean, I'm very impressed. Uh, you know, and a lot of times that team has gone under the radar because, you know, the Chiefs has won the, uh, the division on uh, the conference the last two years, and a lot of people are just not giving them a chance until they beat the Chiefs. They're definitely getting healthy at the right time, and um, I think that uh, obviously the Chiefs won the, the conference the last two years, so it makes sense that, of course, people – aren't going to give them the benefit of the doubt until they beat the Chiefs. And so I think if it comes down to those two teams in the AFC Championship game, they're probably going to be um, the underdog. But, you know, like I said, they can help you at the right time, man. And nobody wants to tackle Derrick Henry. Who's your pick in the AFC to get to the Super Bowl? Honestly, y'all are going to be surprised by this, but I got the Bengals coming out. I think nobody wants to – Nobody wants to see the Bengals because they're going to put up 35 points per game, man, when they're playing. And, you know, they are, you know, it's inexperienced, but, you know, they don't have to face Tom Brady. I always say inexperience is overrated unless you're Tom Brady. And so they're going to get their opportunity this week to, you know, face a good Raiders team who just beat a good quarterback in Herbert. But I think they're going to, you know, get it done. That's going to get them confidence, and they're going to go to the AFC Championship, and they're going to get to the Super Bowl. Let me ask you this. You're speaking of, about the Raiders' win over the Chargers, and uh, I've been asking different people, Chris and I, about Brandon Staley, the coach of the Chargers. I thought he lost. I thought he got his team pushed out of the playoffs with a lot of bad play calls, you know, uh, going for it on fourth and two at your own 18, you know, giving up a field goal when you didn't have to. Uh, we saw it in that, char- in that Chiefs game. I thought I thought he should have been fired because they have a hell of a great quarterback in Justin Herbert. They should be in the playoffs. What do you make as a player when a coach is making some questionable calls that cost you, you know, field position or 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 being a little too risque, or or do you like it? Well, I'm gonna say this: coaches, they don't. It's, it's on the players at the end of the day. We play the game. You know, I think coaches sometimes get too much credit, and I think sometimes they take too much of the flag because at the end of the day, the players are playing the game. Now, what I do agree with you, you can't be going for it on your own 18. That's you can't do un- it. inexcusable. Right? You can't do it. You know, you're giving up free points. But I, w- I won't get on him o- o- about the timeout. I won't get on him about giving up 10 yards because he didn't do that on, on third. He didn't do that at the end of the game. He didn't give up 10 yards to, to, um, to Jacobs to set up the field goal. But what? he did put him in bad positions several times throughout the game. I don't think it's a fireball excuse, but I do think that, you know, it's on it's on him. The spotlight do you, is on do you him remember the Chargers, I mean, the Chiefs game 
where where they could have taken uh, field goals at the end of the half. Yeah. I mean, and he left about he yeah. left about nine or twelve points. I do. I mean, that, I and they only and they just barely lost, right? What they lose in overtime? I think it was three. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And, and you know, it, it's one of those things, man. That if it works out, everybody's calling him a genius. If it don't works out, everybody's calling him an idiot. And you know, it, that's going to be kind of the cause that you got to live by. But I will say this: you're right. The spotlight's on him because they got a quarterback of the future. And if he doesn't win. 10, 11 games next year, really 11, 12 games next year, people are going to be calling for his head. I think you give him a couple more years. I think you allow him to, to kind of build that defense the way he wants to because the offense is there. That, but that defense, especially that run defense, needs some help. I, Marcus, I think one of the most dangerous teams, and look, they might go out in the first round or they might spoil some other team's seasons. I don't think they get to the Super Bowl, but I think a dangerous team out there it's San Francisco. Tell oh, I me, I, I don't think anybody wants to meet them because I think they're probably the most physical team in the league, or at least the NFC. Oh, I agree. I think they're the team that's scared. They, they are scared at least of any other team in the NFL. They would beat the best team in the NFL on any given Sunday. The only problem with the 49ers is you don't know which one you're going to get. And so I would say this. If I'm the Cowboys, that's the one team I didn't want to face. I agree. But they can't, but, you know, but the 49ers, you, you just don't know what you're going to get out of Garoppolo each week. Um, you know, they, their run game can be inconsistent. Obviously, they have they had a lot of injuries this year because of that. But I would say this. I agree with you. I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl, but I do see them winning this weekend. If you really? Look at you got it, them I, over yeah. Dallas, huh? I do, too. I'm torn. I'm trying to figure I, out I my do too. I think that's the only upset. Oh, Rob's got them? All right, I'm going with Dallas. No. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, I mean – <laughs> Tell me why you got him. Tell me why you got him over Dallas. Dallas has six victories against teams that I didn't think that was that was that good. And that's the Giants, Redskins, and Eagles. Yep. So, you know, they, they lost a lot of games, man, to, to – they, they to got good teams. The yeah, they lost a lot of games to good teams. They didn't really beat a lot of good teams this year. So, this is a good matchup for them. Um, the 49ers are hot right now. Nobody wants to see them. So we're going to see how serious Dallas is just as well as we're going to see as the 49ers are for real. All right. That's our man Marcus Cromartie giving me some food for thought. I'm I'm torn, Rob. I'm trying to figure out this pick. So I, yeah, thank you. Bengals, Bengals, Packers, Super Bowl. Bengals, Packers, Bengals Super Bowl. Okay. Packers wow. isn't surprising. Yep, Although I got surprising. the Bucks, but All right. All right. Marcus, great stuff, brother. We appreciate you. Appreciate you. Uh, no problem, man. Y'all take care. Okay. Yep. More Odd Couple coming your way. Keep it locked. Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It is The Odd Couple. Fox Sports Radio. Rob Parker, Chris Broussard on a Worship Wednesday and we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And we are brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone's got the free services you need to help get you back on the road. Like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service with over 5,600 5, locations nationally. AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with those free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone, AutoZone. All right, hey, Rob. Hey, hey, before we get there real quick. Yep. On this Worship Wednesday, I, I have a confession I want to get off my chest. So I have entered rehab, and I'm feeling good about it. You know I've 
had. I don't know an if issue. I'm to take this seriously no, this or is, this is just this is serious. This, this is serious. serious. Okay, not the rehab that most people probably would think about me, but I've entered Shoppers Rehab, <laughs> and I am not <laughs> shopping in 2022. Do you? Do you do you hear what I'm saying? <laughs> so here we are, Chris. You've done this before. But we are 12 days into the new short. year. 12 days into the new year. Ask me how much money I've spent shopping and buying stuff. Uh, how much money have you spent shopping and buying stuff? Zero. Well, hold on. Here's, here's the thing, though. Have you, you still have gotten stuff for free. No, I'm talking about going to stores, buying clothes. I have not bought anything this year. And, I, and okay. I, I'm not even kidding you. This year, 2022, I do not need anything. Now, you know, Chris, coming to New York, there's nothing but great stores here. There's no sales tax right. on clothes. Normally, this is when I come with an empty suitcase and I buy clothes. This will be my little test early on. <laughs> But I'm officially in shoppers rehab. Now okay. you say rehab, though. Is anybody holding you accountable, or is no, this just your this own is me. decision? This is me. I I realize, you know, you take a a look at yourself sometimes in life, right? And you want to make changes. So I just wanted you to know okay. that I'm in shoppers rehab, and you know what's close by here, right? Stadium Goods, Chris. You know the store. Yeah, yep. has all the sneakers. Yeah. Not going. Haven't even been in the store this year. Not even. I won't even go to the mall. And you know, I always go to the mall. Nothing. So the whole year. The whole year. The next. Because last time, time you did it, you cut it short, didn't you? Yep. I'm not doing it. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm the whole year. I'm not kidding. You know, I could put my. Alex knows when I put my mind to it, food wise, and no, I agree. losing I weight. That. You've seen me lose weight when I want right. to. Right. Right. Yep. So there we go. All right. That's it. I want to. Announce. All right. Well, I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of you. I thought you were honestly, and I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I, I thought you. What do you think? I, what are you gonna say? What do you think? What I you thought I were rehab for what, you, alcohol or drugs? No, 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 no. I know. I knew it wasn't nothing like that. Oh, okay. I you know, thought gambling. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you've been yeah. gambling like a lot. You know. I mean, yeah, that, that's fair. Because it has come out of nowhere. Where and I'm, I'm not saying all the you time. needed it. I'm no, just saying because you know, yeah, it kind of popped out of nowhere. All of a sudden, you were betting every night. Right. Okay. So, but I mean, I guess for Sheckle City, we we need that, right? So, we need a little, yeah. So if you bit. lose, if you lose, you know, everything. Hey, it, it helps Sheckle City, right? Uh, helps a little <laughs> bit, but but I definitely, I just you know, like I just went through a thing where you get to a point where how much is enough, Chris? How how oh, many no, I, pair I pants and clothes and do you really need? And you know, living in Southern California, the weather doesn't change. I don't need as many clothes right. as I used to. It's totally different from living back east, right? You need a lot of different. It's cold one day. You need a sweater. Yeah. You need a jacket. You need a heavy coat. I mean, you need a raincoat. It's totally different. L.A. Well, you don't think need about all that. think about. I mean, I know you got a ton of sneakers. I know you. I always say, man, I wish I had all these when I was like nineteen. Yeah, but I. But what I do, you know, I I've been selling them off. So oh, when I get, them? yeah, so I sell them to you. Going like eBay or something? No, I usually sell them to either my barbers in Detroit, right, work at the shop, or okay. friends who also wear size eleven. They always hit me up and they say, "Hey, when you're ready to get rid of those, hit me up." 
You know what I mean? Because they know I keep them good. I only wear them three or four times. I've sold uh, some of the best sneakers after I wore them like three, four times. Okay. Okay. We're good. All right. It's off my chest on this worship. All right. I'm proud of you, man. That's that's good. And look, we'll hold you accountable. Because last time, see, you got mad at us. No, because just, you you were supposed to do it what half a year? I didn't even make it. I didn't make it. No, right. I know, but it was. I think it was supposed to be half a year. It was supposed to be. And six you got months. what? You got to about three or four months, and that was you, it. You went that long. Yeah, you got mad at us for trying no, to hold you accountable. No, hold me accountable. You will not see a year. Any, that's a long time, man. Yeah, nothing. But nothing. I don't need anything. I got you know how many. I got uh, two hundred pair of underwear in, in the package. I, and I'm, I'm exaggerating, but I don't need to buy anything. I don't need socks. I don't need underwear. I don't need anything. So that's where I'm at, and that's where I'm going to stay. All right, I'm proud. Of right. you. That sounds like a New Year's resolution. So yep. let, Alex, uh, Rob G, did you guys have New Year's resolutions? I, I didn't have one. That's going to be a no I, for I, me, dog. No? No? Okay. Yeah, you know what's funny Alex? is uh, I might be just one of those guys, but I always say if you need a day to start making a change, you waited too long, so none for me. Okay. There you go. Okay. All, All right. right. I thought Alex was going to be the bite of hamburger this year. Ha, ha, ha. All right. It is the odd couple, and two, two – who's got one? Oh, De- gas man. What's your what's your? Well, what I you got, got two. I'm on the Rob Parker special, so drop and wait. Got to get down to two bills. Nice. And nice. I just began. How much is that? You got to drop twenty five. You could do that yeah. easily. And I just began playing the uh, piano. Did you? Yeah. Just for the heck of it. I've always liked the piano, and so I decided to uh, take it upon You're taking myself. Taking lessons. To, yeah, start taking lessons. Are you teaching yourself? Okay, that's great. Well, gotta do it. So man. the weight. What are you doing to lose weight? Change your diet. Uh, taking, I'm um, eating more protein and not doing as much heavy lifting. So it's more like repetitions. Nice. Okay. So You'll do that, Dave, easily. Got to get it done. Yep. All right. All right. Well, it is the I Couple signing off for Worship Wednesday. Go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Download the podcast. Leave us five stars and a comment. And we'll check you guys out tomorrow. Keep it locked for Jason Smith and Mike Harmon. Peace.